This is a shock podcast. Shock. The C word with Callista. Alright, so the C-word with Callista was created with the word content. That was my C-word and until I was introduced to our next guest, I didn't know how much help I needed with another C-word, control. So Dr. Reza Abraham is the author of the book In Control, A Systemic Approach to Taking Control of Your Life and Career. Pretty long title. Where he talks about the 16 C's to do that. So come on, this was destiny. Welcome to the show, Dr. Reza. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure and honor to be here. I love that we're going to be talking about all these C's. So maybe you could start with giving us a little background on who you are and what you do. I born and raised in Iran and I've been outside of the country since I was like around 20 years old. And I'm coming from a very background of like industrial engineering. So that was what I was wow. doing for, for life, you know. So later on, basically, I continue with my master and PhD. And then I've been basically involved in technology and system development my, my whole life. So until to the point that I realized, like most of the time, things will often fail, not because of the technology and the system, because of the people who are dealing with those systems. And that brought a lot of like interest in me because I was always like working with different, different organizations and people. And I noticed like two person in the same organization, same job, same environment. One of them is like happy. They are outperforming. They are like wealthier, healthier. And then there is another person who's always complaining, always nagging, and they're not happy with the, what they're doing. And that really brought me attention of like, you know, so the journey of like 20 years, interviewing with a lot of these kind of people and asking them a lot of questions. So this involved with like some of these like Fortune 500 companies, athletes, high-performing individuals, and find out like, what is it that they do? And the book is basically, it's the outcome of that interviews and talks with all these people and my job as a professional is to share it with everyone that I know. Hmm, I feel like that resonates a lot because I feel like, yeah, you can love the job, but if the people or the management, the leadership is not good or it's not, you know, as inviting, I guess. Oh, yeah. It definitely changes the way we react and the way sure. we can work and the way our potential is used, right? That, that is exactly the, the whole system behind living and working and in control as well. A lot of young people, I mean, we, we don't want to just categorize it for young people. So people have often been told that uh, you got to love what you do and do what you love, right? But mm -hmm. that's really, really not enough, you know? And uh, I have met a lot of people that they love what they do, but they hate the people that they're doing it with. In order to live an in-control life, if I want to put it like in a very, very simple, systematic way, is uh, to put it this way. You love what you do. Mm -hmm. You love who you do it with, which is your parents, your brothers, sister, colleagues, friends, whoever that you are doing the job or life with, love who you do it for. It means the company, mm -hmm. your boss, the, you know, in a bigger scale, maybe the country, the world, right? And the last one is like, love how you do it. It means when you do it, how long you do it, from where you do it. So when you love what you do, when you love who you do it with, you love who you do it for, and you mm -hmm. love how you do it, you can pretty much get to the point that you are living a life which you are in full control. Hmm. But that seems like a lot easier said than done because you have exactly. control over yourself so you can love what you do and, and, and all of that. But when you have to love who you do it for, like for instance, management or like even if you're studying like your lecturer, what if you have a lecturer that you really don't like? Mm. How do you control that though? 
pretty good question. So you see, the point here is that we are not saying all these things in a very cliche way that like, you know, oh, you can just love whatever you do and, mm -hmm. and everything. And even if you ask me today, do you love everything you do, right? The answer is no. Yep. Because living an in-control life, it's a very progressive journey. Mm -hmm. You need to realize like, what is it that I am out of control right now and you take full responsibility for the things that you can control so that you don't have to apologize or worry about the things that you can't control so at any point of situation like like take an example that just now you gave right so you are in a job and you are not in love with the people that you're doing the work with and for mm -hmm. right so what do you do what most people do they just complain mm -hmm. they still stay there they cannot honor the system and they are still there. So when we talk about living an in-control life is that this is what I always tell people. If you cannot honor the people that you're doing the work with and for, you provide the feedback and that's the day is best for you to leave. Mm. Don't stay and complain. Don't stay and gossip. Don't stay and backstabbing, backbiting or whatever. The problem with most people is that they are somewhere and they are in control. They can actually make a decision to exit or stay. But then all they do, they don't ship out and they don't shape up themselves. Mm -hmm. They remain there and they just complain. But what if they can't leave? Like, for instance, like you have a lecturer that you feel is not doing a good yeah. job or whatever. And then the maybe the university is not taking action, but it directly affects your grades and how you learn that subject. What would you like advise for things like that? There are two ways to handle that. One way is uh, which learning to provide feedback see most people unfortunately i think i think this is a like a little bit of like an asian culture that we have we have these things called power distance index problem mm -hmm. where we don't want to speak up we don't want to tell people we like, hate conflict yeah we, we <laughs> rather just like you know stay safe or chill i mean come on like you don't need to do that you're not going to see a lecture for the rest of your life right mm -hmm. so just deal with it bear with it right you know this is exactly where the problem gets bigger because mm -hmm. the same person goes up later on in a workforce and do the same thing so whenever i'm talking to the even the young people which i have done a lot of talks even for universities as well i always mm -hmm. tell them the same thing i say like you know if you're really unhappy with something not in front of every other students but taking the time to tell for example your lecturer that i don't think it was an appropriate way the way that you explained to me that things right but learning how to do that that's a very important one because mm -hmm. most people they don't know how to give feedback right they just straight away go and tell the person like hey, you know what i don't like these things right so there are some steps around it like mm -hmm. the very first step for example you ask the person like may i share with you some feedback right and most people they will say oh yeah what is it right and even if somebody said no i don't want to receive any feedback you can still send an email to them Ah, okay. You can still do that, right? Because you're in control of that, right? You're not in control of how they receive your mm -hmm. feedback, but you're in control of like giving the feedback. The next things that you can do, there is this method in feedback, which we call it as SBI, the situation, the behavior and the impact. Mm -hmm. So there was this situation. I noticed that during the class, the way that basically you you ask me to do something it makes me feel embarrassed in front of my classmate yeah and uh, i was wondering did you notice that right mm. so if you if you put it in that way i'm sure there are people who at least the person may hopefully they go back and reflect on it right mm -hmm. so if the person change great if they don't change still great you did your part mm. so 
giving a feedback is something that is within control that we we are in control of that so i'm not a fan of like settling down for mediocrity average and being in an environment where you just hate it day in and day out mm -hmm. and i strongly believe that study time is something that we spend roughly about three to four years of our most important years of our life right you know for most people yeah. somewhere between 18 to 21 22 if you settle with your degree and can you imagine you hate it yeah that is like really such a waste of life right mm -hmm. so that that is the correct way to do it the other side of it leave law mm. <laughs> so it means that look for just go for another universities and all and, and and i tell you something also as well maybe if you ask me these questions when i was in my 18 19 i would have not answered you like this mm -hmm. it took like 20 years to come to this point but yeah. now we always tell the young people, you don't have to go through all the trial and error yourself. And this is what I learned from Richard Dawkins, the author of the book called Selfish Gene. He say like mm -hmm. adult who only learn from their own trial and error will always lose to adults who learn from other people's trial and error. So why not That's you learn true. from someone else? That's true. I feel like everyone has different experiences. And a lot of times you can find someone who has been through the same thing as you have. And they can help you avoid going through all the suffering, all the, you know, conflict exactly. that you might have to go through. Yeah, because life is short and not every risk worth taking. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you just need to really get a mentor, get someone who has gone through the similar things and they can tell you and they can they can cut short the, the success for you. And that is very valuable. Mm -hmm. I feel like at the same time, what you're saying is we also need to be in control of our emotions, right? Like even Ooh, giving yeah. feedback to people, you need to be in control and not let your anger or like, you know, your frustrations get the better of you. Exactly. The best time to give the feedback when you cool down, mm. right? So, you know, sometimes they say like, you know, you got to give a feedback immediately, but that's, that's not really true because most people, like what you said, they're not good at managing their emotions. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you want to do a prompt feedback, but then you go in and then you get angry and then you say something that you can't take it back. That's why we always say it's best, it's better to fall on your feet than fall on your tongue because mm -hmm. once you say it you can't take it back right true true that's very true and your book in control a systemic approach to taking control of your life and career what exactly is that about living an in control life i think mm -hmm. the, the 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 way that i put the sentence just now was like love what you do love who do it with love who do it for and love how you do it that is what i'm trying to achieve in the whole book so I came to this understanding of like, you know, many, many, many years ago, like maybe about 10, 11 years ago, I used to run a program where by the name of like, be the best version of you. And I personally have gone through this journey of development. What I found was missing is that it was never in a systematic way, mm -hmm. right? So let, let me define the word system as well. System, uh, system can help an ordinary person achieve an extraordinary result predictably. It means that you don't need to have a hidden talent in order to become successful. Mm -hmm. It can be for everybody. And I was looking for that. I wasn't looking for someone like, you know, who is like a super talented and they can do stuff, right? You always want to do something which applies to almost everybody. So I noticed that, you know, at the center of this whole in control system that we are talking about is the word consciousness. That's the first C. Mm -hmm. So consciousness basically is all about being aware that there is such a thing about in control. You can actually be in control of your life and career, not in a cliche way, mm -hmm. in a very systematic way. There is a way to do so. It is start with the word consciousness. Then after that, we have 
three cornerstone that you got to be mindful of it all the time. The first one is contentment, which is about happiness. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're happy with whatever you do in your life and career. And uh, the second one is about conversion. It means that you are growing all the time because okay. if you're not growing, you are just status quo. That is a very bad thing too. And the third one is about consistency. So consistency is all about discipline, good mm -hmm. and bad discipline, both of them. So if you are content, you're happy, you are growing and you are having great discipline, I can easily tell you that you are in a really, really good place to be. You can, you can actually build a great system around it, right? Which we, we can talk about each one of them in mm -hmm. details as well. And then after that, we have like about 12 pillars that some of them are personal pillars. Some of them are like work-related or professional pillars. It is start from like your character, your communication skills, your contribution, your cash, your conditions, you know. So we are talking about all of them. <laughs> can't believe you came up with 16 Cs. When I was coming <laughs> up with this podcast, I was like, huh, what other words start with C? I never <laughs> thought that there could be 16 completely relevant, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like C words. And it's, it's quite a map that you've drawn out, I feel. Sure. Yeah, and I feel like I saw all the different C words and I felt like, yeah, this... This is like a life plan. Exactly. It's not a like an immediate thing. This is something that happened in the process of like almost uh, 20 years, right? So sometimes you say like, you know, the book took two years to write, but it took 20 years <laughs> to get there, right? So it's a journey of like trying different, different type of C and then talking to more people to realize like, you know, other people's also, they resonate with it and they say like, yeah, that's, that's really, really important. Then putting the whole things together, of course, is like, you know, that's what give birth to the book. I mean, even from the first C that you were talking about when we first started this podcast, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I resonate with that. That's relevant. Like being in a, an environment where you love your job and you love the people that you work with, not everyone is lucky enough to get that, I feel. Yeah. But to be able to control that, mm. I feel like that could change a lot of people's lives. Correct, correct. That's mm -hmm. why consciousness is very important. It means that we know a lot of people, actually, they're not happy with what they do, mm -hmm. but they don't do anything about it. We know people that they're doing the same job again and again, day in, day out, and they're not growing mm -hmm. and they do nothing about it. And there are people, for example, they know I need to lose weight. I need to basically like, you know, get in shape. I need to get my finances in order, but they don't have the discipline to get it done. Mm. Right. So I feel that's like why that's they a fail. personal attack right now. <laughs> 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 I mean, I feel like discipline is definitely something that a lot of people struggle with. Oh like, my God. especially topics like you said, like losing weight and yeah. like just being able to focus on certain things at hand. Oh, yeah. How would you, like, what would your advice be to, like, kind of control that or, you know, <laughs> make it better? <laughs> it is a sensitive topic, but we can actually look at it from, like, even from in-control technique. We, you, can, you can look at this topic very well. So the way that I put it, like, uh, I, I like to look at the person who is going through that situation mm -hmm. first, right? We are not looking at the system. We are not looking at the process. We are looking at the person itself. Maybe, maybe we can separate people into two groups. So one group of people are the one that they are ignorant people. And there is another group of people that they are very stubborn. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's the difference between ignorant and stubborn? Ignorant someone is uh, a person who knows what to do. He can do it, but he just don't do it. Oh my God, it's me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it could be a good reason. It could be a bad reason, right? You know, so they know what to do, but they just don't do it. But the group of people that I have a lot of problem with are the stubborn people. Mm. The stubborn is someone 
who knows what to do, he can do it, but he won't even do it in the future. Ah. It means that the doctor will tell you that, hey, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then the person will say, so what? So they're waiting for a massive trauma mm-hmm. in their life or in their career to make a change. And that's the type of people that, honestly speaking, I got nothing to say. I have no interest even talk to them, you know, because if you are a stubborn person, there is no way to help you, mm-hmm. you know, and I have seen a lot of people like that. So I hope you are still at the ignorance side. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean. There are, especially with that example, I definitely know people who are like, they've gotten into a lot of trouble when they were maybe drinking, having mm. fun, but immediately after that they go back and do the same thing yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. just experienced exactly. this like why why don't you want to change oh it's okay what happened again oh this happens yeah. all the time to other people but why do you want it to happen to you though <laughs> <laughs> yeah only time will teach them yeah. only like hopefully there is no massive trauma that they have to mm. go through like loss of the loved one or like bad accident and something right those, those kind of things like there are certain things that you can't even undo it right yeah you know so that's why I always tell people never allow any massive trauma go to waste so now that we already identified these two categories mm-hmm. so the second problem with like things like losing weight is about understanding about discipline and self-discipline mm-hmm. so discipline and self-discipline are totally different things so let's talk about discipline first right so let's say your goal is to lose like 10 kg or your goal is to have like a six packs right so if you speak with the expert they will tell you perhaps there are three disciplines that you got to do every single day to make it happen the first one exercise Mm -hmm. even if you're resting but staying in like active mode it's very very important the second things that you got to do is to control your food Mm -hmm. you can do all the exercise but you're still not taking care of your food right it means nothing right and the third things that you need you need someone to guide you through that process so perhaps you might need to see a trainer or someone like once a week okay Mm -hmm. so that's that's the three elements that involve in the whole things right we call it as a discipline part but that's not the problem the problem is often the self-discipline part right so what is the meaning of self-discipline self-discipline if i want to define it in a very simple way i put it this way it's to staying focus while you are on the way to mm-hmm. achieve your main goal <laughs> which is um something i definitely deal with <laughs> a lot <laughs> meaning that your goal uh-huh. is to lose let's say 10 kg right and then you go you know to your friend's house and then they just prepare that like you know cake or something and then you just say you know what why not you just have this one it's just once in a while i mean come on man it doesn't nothing gonna happen to you right just take it you're gonna exercise more and then you tell yourself yeah Yo, that makes sense right and then you just eat that and then you know what the next day the Another same similar things will pops up, right? And then we keep on breaking that goal, mm-hmm. right? And then you did not stay committed until you reach your main goal. Mm-hmm. So the problem with the people, it could be either because of the discipline or it could be because of the self-discipline. Mm-hmm. The same rule apply in almost everything else we do. I, I think it's a lot about self-control. Oh, yeah. Like um, when you were saying about the cake and everything, I literally <laughs> did this this week. I'm not even trying to lose weight, but I was like, you know what? I have to control. Like I'm getting a bit overboard. I've got an obsession with bubble tea. Oh, my God. Um, so I was like, I'm going to have one bubble tea a week. That's it. Sure. 
And no, I've had four bubble teas this week. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Right. Ridiculous. Okay. So, 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 what, what to do with that? So this, this basically is something very interesting that I personally struggle in this area as well. So the first discipline is the discipline of focus. Mm-hmm. You gotta have like this widely important goal for yourself, something that you badly want it right and you got to have a very strong reason for you you know Mm -hmm. there are some people they say yeah i want to lose weight but then you ask them why they can't explain it to you right Mm -hmm. so it means that you have something that you're working towards right there's something like it's very very important to you so identify what is your widely important goal will answer the why the second discipline that you got to do it is the discipline we call it as a leverage discipline so what is the discipline of leverage it means that there are certain things that in life which it has a lag result Mm -hmm. like for example losing weight so you go to the gym you exercise and then you control your food you talk to your trainer come back home check your weight it's still the same. Second day, you go to the gym, you control your food, you talk to your trainer, come back home, you check your weight, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. The third day, you go, to, <laughs> you know the cycle, right? You go to the gym, you go <laughs> control your food, you talk to your trainer, you come back home, you check your weight, it's still the same. What most people do, they just give, give up. up yeah. They say like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to lose this working. weight. It's yeah. not working, right? <laughs> but then if you talk to the trainer, the trainer will tell you that, wait, something is happening inside your body. You can't see it yet, mm-hmm. right? Wait for it. And that will happen. After a week, you will see, oh my God, I was 80, now I'm 79, mm-hmm. right? So here's what we call it as a lead behavior and lag result. So lag result is the lose weight. Lead behavior is those three things. Mm -hmm. So it means that if you are very consistent in doing those three things, the lag result will come as long as you're willing to stay consistent. So this is what we call it as a discipline of leverage. Until here, a lot of people know. So what is the third discipline? The third discipline, it's what we call it as the discipline of engagement. Okay. Okay. So you guys in an, in 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 Astro, you watch a lot of football. You know. So can, can you imagine you go to the stadium, and then you're sitting next to someone, and then you ask the person, you say like, "Hey, w- what's the score?" And then the person say, "Oh, they don't take the score." You're like, "What? They don't take the score? What, what do you, What do you mean?" You say, "Oh, they just they just playing. They just playing. So nobody is like winning or losing." Mm. You would be like, "That's weird. What, what do you mean by that? Then why are you watching even these things?" It means that after about five, 10 minutes, you lose your interest. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Right? True. Because the fact what makes us excited is seeing like, mm-hmm. you know, who is winning, who is losing, right? So this is what we call it as a discipline of engagement. So discipline of engagement, it means that you need to have a scoreboard for yourself ah, that okay. you are tracking your movement. This is kind of like what they always talk about, the daily habit trackers and exactly, stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So daily habit trackers, which we can talk about that a lot. That's a big topic by itself. So same go- now goes to your example that you said just now, like, you know, I wanted to take like one bubble tea, but I took four, right? You know, so every time, every time that you are taking a bubble tea, you got to take it for yourself. And you want to make it even more awesome. You put it in front of your like bathroom or somewhere that you see it all the time and let that scoreboard make you feel shame (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so that is something that it will hold you accountable and you want to know how long does it take for you to do that you need to do it at least for 10 weeks 10 weeks yes that's so long (laughs) i know right i know but that's that's how human being operate i I thought you were gonna say 21 days yes yes exactly (laughs) that is what most people say like so 21 days is a based on a very 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 old study Mm -hmm. from stanford university back in 1950 
72 years ago. When they didn't have so many distractions. When yeah. they were... Exactly. <laughs> you are so clever. You know exactly the point. So the problem is that... And, and getting things now becoming way faster. Like now you can just like look at your phone and you can press a button and then five minutes later, it's in your mm -hmm. hand, right? So that's the problem. Back then, they didn't have that kind of like, you know, speed, right? So most people, they think like, oh, you just got to do it for 21 days. But sadly, it doesn't work anymore. If you want to get something done, you got to do it for 10 weeks. It equal to like 70 days, right? And I can tell you, I've done that before in the process of the writing the book or when I wanted to get in shape myself or I wanted to control like some of the things in my personal life, right? Mm -hmm. And I applied, you see, 21 days, you don't even feel like the habit is there mm -hmm. you can see that i'm not ready yet to to let go of myself mm -hmm. you know <laughs> right you, but but once you do it once you do it for about like four or five weeks now you can see the whole discipline it's like a concrete it's getting like firm and then when you don't do it for one day you feel so guilty mm -hmm. but here's the trick if you don't do it for one day is it still okay if you don't do it for two days god bless you <laughs> It can be very, very hard to come back to the track. So you got to do this one for 10 weeks. I was going to say, that's the problem with good habits. Like it takes you so long to get into a good habit. That. And one day, like <laughs> one day, and you can just fall off the bandwagon and that's it. All yeah. that hard work is gone. Yeah, that's why a lot of people not becoming extraordinary. <clears throat> that's yeah. why a lot of people struggle with that, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the third discipline. Now, the last discipline is the discipline of accountability. Mm -hmm. So you need someone to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. You see, there are certain things in our life that we need help. You can't do it on your own. You can, but it will take a very long time. Yeah. Better talk to someone. It could be a best friend. Or sometimes you can actually create for yourself like public accountability, mm -hmm. like announcing to the world, to all your social media, I'm going to do that. And then <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that <laughs> I've been called out on. So last year I put out a PSA mm. on the radio. Sure. So nationwide, people wow. are hearing me say this. Wow. And I was saying like, you know, we shouldn't sleep late because that's my worst habit. I sure. sleep so late. I sleep so few hours in a day. And I was like, you know, this year is the year we get more sleep. This year I came back and I did the second PSA being like, you know what? I didn't take my own advice. So we're going to do this this year. And every single time I'm on the internet at like 3 a.m., I'll get listeners messaging me. Hey, remember that PSA? You I did? love that. I love that. That's the whole purpose of like a public <laughs> accountability. But yeah. we have to give you a, a big shout out because of like, you know, being able to admit your mistake. That is require a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. That is one of our C as well. It means that like, you know, having the courage to say like, I didn't do it. I screw yeah. it up. Right. And, you know, when I wanted to write the book, also, I did the same thing. I have not even started the book. Mm -hmm. I went I in my YouTube channel. I put out a video that... I'm going to write the book and I made a promise. <laughs> so how long did it take you to keep that so, promise? So oh no, I, I was I was I was ready for it. I was okay. ready for it, right? So I put out the things on 31st December 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And then I started from the first January. I started writing every single day. I promise you. I did not even miss a Friday or Saturday or Sunday, wow. not even my birthday. Every single day I wake up at 6.30 until 7.30 
and I had it like I had these like uh, heavy trackers on my bathroom. So every day when I was doing it, I just take it off, right? Because I know the technique already. I know how it's not need to be done. But mm-hmm. I was procrastinated for a very very long time. I wanted to write the book, but it was I wasn't just like I you know like how people how life is, right? Yeah. You know, so you're always getting ready to get ready, right? Yeah, very so, much. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know I was keep procrastinating. So then I came across this article, and he said like you know you want to write the book, go and put it in like your social media, <laughs> you know. So I said okay, all right, I'm gonna do that. But you know what? Every day when I was waking up. And I was writing it. Do you think I like it? I hate it. (laughs) I really hate it. You know, I hate it. But you know why I was doing it? Because I didn't want any of my like friends and fans and family members, whoever come and tell me like, hey, what happened to that book that you (laughs) wanted to write? Right. So I didn't want that to happen. There you go. Now you can see the book. I think that's a really good thing for you to say, because I feel like we all get into situations where we're like, we love this thing so much and we want to do more and we you know you want to make it bigger and better and whatever but then when you're actually doing it because you're forcing yourself every single day or wherever it is you grow to hate it Mm. and I think the power is overcoming the fact that you hate it to finish it because when it's done you're gonna love it again yeah yeah so you see like you know um, nothing great in life supposed to come easy to you Mm, right you know unfortunately <laughs> right but this is this is what i learned this lesson when i was in my early 20s from this guy by the name of jim ron right who mm-hmm. he really impacted my life in a big way he has this very famous quote sentence that he used to always remind us he, he, was, he used to say like you know the system for success is to have a few disciplines practice them every day and the system to failure is to have a few errors repeat every day mm, so okay. All you need in your life, you literally, you just need a bunch of disciplines, just a few of them, like making up your bed every day, uh, what we call that, like, you know, planning your your day every day, uh, exercise every day. So you just need a few disciplines. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The good things about discipline is that one discipline will go to the next discipline. So because once you do one thing great, right, you can use it as a leverage to get something else done because you keep on telling yourself, if I can do this, I can do other things too, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem with most people is that sometimes they don't have a proper accountability system. Mm -hmm. So meaning that you can actually have a widely important goal. You know the lead behavior and lag result very well. You're already tracking the things, right? But then it's sometimes like you just feel like, why I need to do this? Like, why? And then having this kind of conversation, hopefully this conversation that we are having right now, it kind of resonates to some people who are listening to us, I'm right? I'm pretty sure because yeah, it resonates so, with me a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and hopefully they're not the stubborn, right? Mm-hmm. They're just at the ignorant stage. Mm-hmm. And then since they are listening to us right now, they will say like, you know, you know what? Actually, that's me. And I got to put my, my, my focus, my attention, my energy together and get mm-hmm. these things done, right? And it's doable. It's doable. And here's the very interesting things that I found. Whatever you're struggling with, there are people who has a struggle with this before. Mm. It is True. almost impossible. Almost impossible. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been in this earth for like, what, millions of years, right? It's almost impossible to find something, a challenge that you're struggling with mm-hmm. and you're the only one who has that problem. That's actually, I I mean, it sounds not nice, but that's what I always say as well. It's like, you're not special. 
yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah, yeah. done it, had it happen yeah. to them before. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And it, when it's a good thing, it sounds not nice. But when it's a bad thing, that's true. You know, it's like you're not the only one. You're not alone in this. Somebody exactly. knows exactly how you feel, and they got through it, so yeah. you can too. Yeah. Even even people like you know they're going through some like rare cancer and all those stuff, right? You would be surprised, you know. You know, I, I had a situation in the past, right? And sometimes you just go to Google, just go to Google and search, and you will find there are thousands of people who have experienced exact same problem as you mm. and you can't even believe sometimes even their name look like you <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's like it's, it's so weird right it's like oh my god it's like you know they describe like this is the situation this was my husband was like this this was my wife was like that this was the the, the kids was doing this and you're like yeah 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 i'm also the same you know and and you know what they already solve it they already solve it so that's why you don't have to go through that like trial and error you know 20 mm -hmm. years of struggling with it until to the point that you hate it so meaning that the moment you start to struggle don't just let it stay with you mm -hmm. talk to people reach out you know and then you would be surprised you know some of the even the best speakers some of the like biggest author on earth right when i was writing the book i had certain questions from some of the authors and i wanted to know why did you say that in your book and i you know what i wrote to them and you know what they replied that's something i learned from doing this podcast actually like you never know who's gonna reply if you just yeah. reach out and there's no shame in asking yeah, for help you have not because you ask not yeah as simple as that they reply i've seen them you know and these are not small people you know if i mention the name right everybody knows them mm -hmm. and they reply to me i was amazed you know and i was like Okay, are you sure this is not a robot or something <laughs> like, you know, it's like a PA or something. No, he replied. He it was his writing, you know. He wrote to me. And I was amazed. Mm. And one of them, this is the biggest one. I'm I'm going to just mention one of the names as well. Jim Collins, the author of the book called Good to Great. Uh -huh. One of the best authors on leadership on earth. I wrote to him. I had a questions and I wanted to share the book with him as well. This is the most amazing things happen. He recorded his own voice. Wow. Like he talked for about almost three minutes and he sent it to me. That's the wow. most real things I've ever had in my entire life. You know, I was having a goosebump. Even now that I'm talking to you, I have a goosebump. You know, it's like, it was amazing. I, I, I admire him my whole life, you know. And he wrote to me and he, not only he wrote, he recorded his voice. It's amazing. It's amazing. I feel like because you mentioned he is a best-selling author in leadership, and I feel like good leaders are always willing to lead other people. Oh, yeah. They don't gatekeep their knowledge, you know, they don't use it just because, you know, I'm putting out a book, I don't want you to, like, know this and, like, put it out before me or something like that. And Correct. I feel like not every leader is a good leader. They are not even a leader. Mm. They are not even a leader. If you're not guiding other people, then yeah. you're not a leader, yeah. right? This, yeah. this is one of the lessons that I've learned. I mean, I've been involved in leadership coaching, management consultancy my whole life. And I work with a lot of top leaders as well. You see, once you work with a great leader, mm. it's the same feeling of like, you know, once you drive, for example, a great car, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you drive a Mercedes-Benz, you drive a BMW, you can't drive an ordinary car. Mm -hmm. Leaders are like that. You know, once you work with an excellent leader, you can't work with average leaders, right? So, but what, what is leadership basically? This is a lesson that I've learned many years ago from this guy by the name of Bill Campbell. Bill Campbell is the guy who basically uh, coached people like Steve Jobs, you know, mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos. He say like this, he said, your organization can call you a manager, but your people will call you a leader. 
Mm-hmm. Mean that you can't even call yourself a leader. It's wrong things to go around and say, "Oh, I'm a leader." You know, there is no such a thing. So you're just a manager. Mm-hmm. Your people will call you a leader. But let's look at the word leadership itself. The origin of the word lead, it's it comes from navy. You know, lead. The origin of the word, it's to go from to travel. Okay. So what the leaders do, they bring a group of people, an individual. Or a department, an organization, and in a, in a big scale, a country or a world, right? From one point to another point. Okay. So what the leaders are very good at, they help individual surpass themselves. Okay. Meaning that you becoming someone who is better than who you were before you join the team, mm-hmm. and that's what big leaders do. They bring yes. an organization from one point to another point, <clears throat> right? I agree. So. For anyone here listening to us, and they want to know, like, so what is the difference between like leadership and management? And am I practicing leadership or I'm practicing management? You just got to ask yourself this question: as a result of your involvement with the team, with the organization, with the department, or even the the family that you are living with, right? As a result of your involvement, do the team, do the organization, do the family is doing better, mm. or is just as good as it was <clears throat> in the past? Because the word management, on the other side, it also comes from the word itself. I mean, leadership—the origin is like lead the ship.、Mm-hmm. It means like you know you bring a ship from one point to another point. But the word management, it goes like this: manage me and then manage men.、Mm. If you look at the word management, right?、Mm-hmm. So the first part it means that you learn how to handle or control yourself. Then only you're capable to handle. Other people,、mm-hmm. but here's not the best part. The best part is that, what do you handle? A status quo. So managers often they're very good at managing a status quo.、Mm-hmm. Nothing goes wrong. Maybe nothing goes right too. But they are not bringing people、it、from one point. Yeah, it's just like stagnant, <laughs>、yeah. right? But the leaders are very good at bringing the people from one point to another point. There is a lot of like you know. I mean, that's that's a big topic by itself,、mm-hmm. right? You know, so how、yeah. to separate this one? So leaders are often like you know very close to their team. We often say like you know they have a power with people, but、mm-hmm. management is often about power over people. Yes, right. They conquer, they control.、Mm-hmm. You know that's why managers sometimes they have a control freak,、mm-hmm. micromanagement. Yes,、and so、on. yes, so a lot of them actually. Yeah, and that doesn't bring out the best in your team. Exactly. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I was actually on your Instagram as well. So、mm. I mean, I know we've been talking a lot about the book, but you also have a lot of bite-sized guidance、sure. on your social media. So one that caught my attention was actually three tips on how to remember names because、mm. I am <laughs> horrible at this. Like I'm, I'm okay. Names I can remember, but I I struggle with faces. Oh, I、wow. think it has to do with the fact that I I'm one of those people who can't visualize things. Sure. So there's no pictures in my brain, so it's very hard when I see. I'm like, I've seen this person before, but I have no idea who they are. Is that something to do also with like why you do radio podcasts and all this stuff? Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So f- first of all, let's let's break it down into like how does we remember things.、Mm-hmm. So the way we remember things, it pretty much goes back to the way that you learn things,、mm-hmm. right? So some of us, we are very visualized person.、Mm-hmm. We like to see things, pictures, image, and so on. Some of us, we are very auditorial, right?、Mm-hmm. So you just like listen to stuff. And some people they're really good at that, right?、Mm-hmm. Now I myself, for example, I am bad at listening to stuff.、Oh, okay. I learn how to do that. I wasn't good at it. Okay. I wasn't good at it, right? You know, you know, I I wasn't really fan of like. 
podcasts and all those stuff, right? But then at one point, I really was struggling with my time management. And then I wanted to read a book. I wanted to, what this was one of my life KPI to finish one book a month, right? <laughs> and then I noticed like, I can't, I can't do that, right? So then I subscribed to one of these like podcast channels and then I started to listen to it. So that, that in that way, I speed up the whole process. So there are some other ways as well, like, you know, kinesthetic, you know, mm-hmm. some, some people learn differently, right? Okay. First of all, let, let me make your life easier. It's okay to forget. Okay. So don't put any pressure on yourself mm-hmm. that, oh my God, what is wrong with my brain? Or maybe I don't have a brain, <laughs> you know? So we forget stuff, right? Yeah. An average person from any interaction will only remember 5%. Okay. Meaning that 95% of the things that we go through, we forget. Mm-hmm. And that 5% that we remember is often the stuff that we felt, not the things that we saw or we hear and so on. Mm-hmm. So you you felt that experience. Like, you know, I tell you a story and then you really remember the story. Maybe 20 years later, when I meet you, I say like, yeah, I remember you told me that story, right? Because I meant to make you feel a certain way. But what is the problem when we don't remember someone's name or we can't like, it's like, yeah, I, 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 you look familiar, you know, but I don't know who you are. And I have the same problem as well. So here's the thing. The reason actually we don't remember something is because it's not so important to you. Mm-hmm. We remember things because it's very important to us. And this is actually a part of our brain. In our brain, there is this part called RAS. It stands for Reticular Activating System. Mm-hmm. To make it very simple, I'm sure you have an early flight in the morning, right? Yeah. And then you put your alarm clock and then you go to sleep mm-hmm. and then like just like a minute just a minute before the alarm clock goes like <laughs> you wake up yourself has you ever experienced that no <laughs> oh my god okay, i'm so, horrible so, so. i'm the I'm, I'm that person who sets two thousand alarms everybody else wakes up and i'm just like so okay, so I give you another example, <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of your listeners have experienced that yeah. before. Waking up before. <laughs> the worst, like seriously. <laughs> okay, let me give you another example of RAS, right? Have you ever like bought something mm-hmm. and then you go around and then you will see like, you know, a lot of people having exact same phone as you, exact uh-huh. same bag as you, exact same car as you, right? Or hair color as you, right? You know, and then you're like, hey. Why people follow me? You know, they're like so jealous, you know. Oh my God, this is not acceptable. So you know what? Actually, they had that phone. They have that hair Mm -hmm. color. They have that car far before you have it. Mm -hmm. But now since you have it, you think everybody's following Mm -hmm. you, right? But actually they're not following you. You just like your RAS now is very focused. You know, there's a funny story about RAS as well. And I, I don't have a personal experience in that area, but I still remember when my two boys born, I have two boys, you know, when they born, when my wife was pregnant during that time, every time you go to any shopping mall, I used to see a lot of pregnant people, you know, right? So I used to ask my wife, is it the season in Malaysia or what? Like why everybody is pregnant? <laughs> but but actually people are pregnant like all the time. Mm-hmm. So now because she was pregnant, I see a lot of pregnant people. So that is RAS. So I'm sure you have a, you have seen yes. those other things as well. So what the RAS does, it has two simple functions. Either it focus or it filter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when something is very important to you, your RAS naturally will focus on that things. So here's the thing. So now you would say like, well, you know what? I meet a lot of people, but they're not very important to me. So that's why I often forget people, mm-hmm. you know? So you met them at some point in your life, you know, and then you you don't remember them or you don't remember their name, you know, so either way. So what is the proper way to do it? The hack to this system is that our brain 
is so amazing. And our RAS, it's seriously smart in a way that if you ask your RAS to remember something, <clears throat> it will remember it. Meaning that you just tell yourself, I got to remember this name. I got to remember that person's face, right? And you know what? Surprisingly, your RAS will do that. It's the mm -hmm. same thing. Like you go, for example, to a parking lot, you park your car somewhere. So most people, what they do, take out the phone, take a photo. Mm -hmm. Next time, you just tell yourself, I'm going to remember where did I park. And you just look at it and focus on it. Here's what the study shows. I mean, what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not making something based mm -hmm. on my imaginary things. Huh? I'm saying this is the study based on brain. Your brain requires around seven seconds to memorize something seven seconds. You just need to look at that thing for seven seconds. Now, the second things that you can do to improve it is that when you look at that person's face, try to find out like, what is it so special about that face? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it could be their eyes, they could be their nose, you know, right? So when you see that, when you see like what you need to pay attention to, your brain naturally will find a way to create a neural path for that person. Oh, okay. So in that way, like, like anyone see you, it's like the very first things that I can see, like, is like the color of your hair, mm -hmm. right? You know, that, that will kind of like separate you from like maybe like 95% of the people that I see in a day-to-day -day life, uh -huh. right? So I would never forget that, right? So that will help me to create a folder in my brain by your name and your face on it. Mm -hmm. So focus, that's the first step. The second step is try to associate it to something which is interesting to you or something that you can actually remember it for that reason, right? So in that way, I can tell you your next interaction with the people, you can remember it for a very, very long time. That's really interesting. I'm definitely going to try that because, yeah, it's something that I've struggled with. So I'm definitely going to be trying to use that tip. I'll let you know how it goes. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we've been going on off a tangent, I know uh, this happens a lot on my podcast. I apologize to everybody. Um, but before I let you go, I wanted to talk about the main thing about your book. Mm. So the 16 C's. We talked about quite a few of them early on. So what are the entire list of 16 C's? Yeah, so the list basically, uh, the, the first part that I mentioned about consciousness, so that's the core, right? Mm -hmm. So the three cornerstones where we discuss as well, consistent in conversion and uh, contentment. So now there are 12 pillars here. So some of them, the first one is called character. Mm -hmm. So character means who you are when no one is watching you. All right. Okay. That is a very important one. Not mm -hmm. behavior. Behavior is what you do when there is a CCTV there. Mm -hmm. Character is like, you know, you go to the hotel and then there is a cart there and then you just leave the cart there. The aircon is on and then you leave the room. Okay. <laughs> right. So it's like, what do you do when you are in the dark? The second C, it's called um, communication. So communication, it's your ability to make everything super simple so that everybody can understand. Mm -hmm. So if they don't understand, there is no point into it. So the next one is called collaboration. So collaboration, it's all about uh, working with people, mm -hmm. learning how to work as a team, because most of us, depends on the country that we are coming from, the, the family that we brought up, it is uh, going to make you become an individual player. Mm -hmm. So we want to learn how to work as a team. The fourth one is called companion, which is the people that you have relationship with. So it could be the the boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, whoever that we are doing. And then when you get to the work, it also goes back to your like, you know, your boss, your, your, your colleagues and so on. 
There is another two, which is like very, very interesting, cash and conditions. So cash is all about learning how to not only make money, mm -hmm. but also save money okay. and also invest your money. Right. Uh, so money management and, and so on. So the next one is called condition, which is about your health mm -hmm. and health. We are not talking just about physical health. We are also talking about your like mental health, mm -hmm. your spiritual, your emotional and physical. So it has like a, the whole things there. And the next one, we're going to move to contributions, which is basically like, you know, how do you leave the world behind you? Like, you know, how, how do you want people basically to remember you at the end of the day? Right. Okay. And that is a very important one that every one of us, we need to have like this idea that, you know, the day that you are basically gone. Right. How, how does the people remember you? Mm -hmm. And that is that is a very, very important decision. So we have to make it in earlier stages. So the next one is called courage. So courage is basically is like, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and do something you have never done before, which mm -hmm. is really, really a big, big things. Yeah. Because most people, they don't do it because they love that comfort zone. Uh, the next one is called compass, mm -hmm. which is your ability to set the right direction and making great decisions, which things like goal settings and so on would be there. Uh, the next one is called curiosity, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, your ability to do more, add more, deliver more looking for better way to do stuff and um the last one have i covered all i think it's connection oh ah, that is a very big one right so con yeah. yes connection is a very very important one and it's a mysterious c it's the most mysterious c connection actually it's your ability to be likable mm, mm. okay yeah it's like you're meeting someone for the first time and then just meet the person for like five seconds and then mm -hmm. you look at the person and say I like this guy and if somebody asks like why it's like i don't know it's just ah uh, <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and then you meet it's a vibe <laughs> it's a vibe it's an aura you know it's like the feeling that you get from that person and you meet another person you know them for five years and then somebody asks you like do you like this guy mm. <laughs> i still don't like them mm -hmm. you know five years later you know and the the tricky part about connection is that connection is like around 50 percent of it it's very inborn Mm -hmm. It means like some people, they have like that face problem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true though. <laughs> it's like no matter whatever they do, like nobody likes them. Or like, it's like a sense of humor. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure even in, 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 in here, you find a lot of funny people, right? Some oh, yeah. people, they just have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. They don't need to say any joke. They just say yeah. hi. Everyone will smile. Yeah. And there are some people, they try their level best. They say the funniest joke on earth and no one even just smile you know? yeah and then there's those that are like funny strange or oh funny yeah haha. like yeah. there's a very distinct difference between those yes, two yes those people who has like i mean it's a it's a it's a partial is a gift mm, but it's yeah. not something that you you need to have still the growth mindset mm. mean you, you you don't have to say like oh you know because like i'm like this and then i'm gonna be like this for the rest of my life right there are techniques how to improve yourself in that area okay all right. So obviously in the book, you elaborate on all of these, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got sure. so many questions that I wish I could <laughs> ask you, but I, I feel like we need a part two for this. Sure. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to read the book, which sure. you so kindly brought for me. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, maybe we, we should come back and talk about it a bit more. Sure. I would, I would love, love to do that. Yeah. Okay, Love so before that. I let you go, where where can people find you if they want to know more? So I am in almost all social medias. Mm -hmm. 
uh, if they want to connect, of course, in Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and so on. And I also have a YouTube channel. So uh, that's where I normally record like some of these three tips that you mentioned. Like, you know, there's a wide range of topics that we talk about. And I like to go like, you know, against some of the basic belief systems that people have, right? This is the way to do it. But then based on my findings, I found like, you know, people do it very differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, the book is available almost, you know, all bookstores. Also, Shopee, Lazada and everything, they can they can get it. Okay, well, if you need help sorting your life out, which I feel like a lot of us do, especially after the pandemic, <laughs> um, go check out the book In Control, A Systemic uh, Approach to Taking Control of Your Life and Career by Dr. Reza. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. The C Word with Callista.